After John Cena apologizes to China for calling Taiwan a country, we take a look at integrity and see how possible it is in today's world. I'm Michael Rett, and this is Authentic Christianity. So, hello everyone. This is Michael Rett here, Dr. Michael Rett. I am officially finished with my PhD. Thank you for all your prayers. And it's a really good feeling. It's a little strange not to have to have this kind of uh, over me. Not the best word to choose, but it's really, um, well, we'll just see what God has next. And um, I'm kind of looking forward to that. It's a little scary because you never know because it could involve change, but we'll just have to wait and see what happens. Right now, the Authentic Christianity Podcast has 950 listens. We are 50 listens away from 1,000. So let's kick that over 1,000. Share this episode and the other episodes, your favorite ones with your friends, your family, on your social media. I really need you guys to do that. Really appreciate it. Okay. So this past week, John Cena, if you don't know who John Cena is, well, I don't know where you are. Uh, maybe I actually respect that because you're, you know, off the grid. But made a comment about Taiwan. And if you don't know where Taiwan is, then shame on you. because That's something you should know as well. So John Cena called Taiwan a country in a promotional video for Fast and the Furious 9. I've seen, I don't know how many, why they have so many. I don't know why it's so popular. Um, I think the cars and everything. But um, anyway, anyway, I was, <laughs> so um, he said Taiwan would be the first country to see uh, F9 as it's being called. And because he referred to Taiwan as a country, he was asked to apologize. And we're going to get into the specifics because China, uh, mainland China, communist China, considers Taiwan a part of their country and not independent democracy, which it is. So before we get into all that, let's take a brief look at Taiwan's history so we have some context with which to work. So Taiwan was ruled by Japan for a while and as we know, as you may know, um, Britain had a lot of influence in China, Taiwan too. So in 1949 is when Mao Zedong and the Communist Party took over in China. As a result, the Republic of China, which was Taiwan, they relocated to Taiwan. And they were not perfect in, in their relocation. But China has always considered Taiwan a part of itself. In fact, in um, the UN, the United Nations, in 1971, passed a revolution, resolution that said the People's Republic of China, Republic, the Communist China, is the only legitimate representative of China to the UN. As a result, Taiwan withdrew from the UN. Eventually, Taiwan did participate in some UN activities. Many countries, including the U.S., maintain unofficial relations with Taiwan. They trade with Taiwan. So, but recognizing Taiwan as an official country is frowned upon um, by many. And it really comes down to money, really. So there's something called the One China Policy. And it is the diplomatic acknowledgement of China's position. So China believes this. There is only one Chinese government. 
Under the policy, the U.S. recognizes and has formal ties with China rather than the island of Taiwan, which China sees as a breakaway province to be reunified with the mainland one day. Other countries, there are similarities. There are countries um, like the Ukraine, some of the bloc states that Russia still sees as a part of Russia. If you recall, maybe 15 years ago or so, maybe it was 10 years ago, when Russia, quote, annexed Crimea, they basically took a part of Ukraine and reclaimed it for themselves. So this is not um, unheard of in our world today. So this U.S. policy, the one China policy, is not an endorsement of Beijing's position and is indeed as part of the policy, Washington maintains, quote, a robust, unofficial relationship with Taiwan, including continued arms sales so the island can defend itself. So we do help Taiwan defend itself. Very trepidatious because China, China is a powerful country. Their economy is not as good as they make it seem. They do have a very strong military, but they also have lots and lots of money. And that's where it really comes down to. So China has also threatened to use force if Taiwan declares independence, but it's also pursued a softer diplomatic. So China has declared force. China has threatened to use force if Taiwan formally declares independence, but has pursued a softer diplomatic track with the island in recent years. So many countries initially recognized Taiwan because they shied away from China, communist China. But as China got more power, um, they started to subscribe to the one China policy. So John Cena, the wrestler from WWE, the professional wrestler, um, dabbled in acting for a little while in his career, is now more or less a full-time actor, occasionally appears at wrestling events. Very well known, obviously. So he... um, is in Fast and Furious 9, as I mentioned. So he said, Taiwan will be the first country to see F9. This received a lot of backlash from just citizens in China too, on his Weibo account, if I'm pronouncing that right. It's a social media in China. And he has, I think, over 600,000 followers on that. He's obviously very popular. I never cared for John Cena as a wrestler, his character, but I respected his work ethic and many other things um, in, in that sense. So he issued an apology in Mandarin for referring to Taiwan as a country. Not only um, has he done this, um, examples in this one article from MSN, a South Korean gamer apologized after Chinese players of the Overwatch League threatened to boycott him. Um, Japanese cartoon celebrities apologize for listing Taiwan as one of the countries that contributed most to their subscribers. Fashion brands, car makers, sporting good companies, hotels have a history of, quote, hurting the feelings of the Chinese people and then hastily kowtowing so as not to be barred from the Chinese market. Even though a majority of these companies also do business with Taiwan and maintain a physical presence in Taiwan, they, and they know full well China has no jurisdiction over it, the market strength of this island nation and the feelings of the Taiwanese people seem to be ignored. And you think too of the NBA, which has a very strong presence in Taiwan. And this is when you talk about corporate social responsibility. You have leagues like the NBA that like to wax poetic and virtue signal 
about certain issues in the United States, and that's fine, but they have no consistency because of they're okay doing business with China and not calling out China for their sins. The main sin right now that we could easily point to is their persecution and genocide of the Uyghur Muslims in a Northwest province in China. They shave the Muslims' heads with goads against their religions. They make them bow and kneel, and they basically totally oppress this people. And I did a previous podcast on this. Uh, the podcast involved people getting more upset over Taco Bell changing its menu than the persecution of the Uyghur Muslims in China. And admittedly, it is very easy for me to sit behind this microphone as it is for any commentator to sit and just talk about something like this, as opposed to, you know, actually going out and doing it. If I was in this, just like, and this is a question Christians can ask themselves. If a gun was to my head, it's very easy, or just talking about it, I would say, of course I would admit, I would never go against Jesus or, or something like that. Gun to your head, literally, I hope you see my point. It is a much easier said than done. You don't know what kind of pressure... And I don't mean political pressure, and I don't even mean financial pressure. There could be legitimate threats against some of these people. I, I mean, I don't know. Um, so that is entirely possible. But we're talking about integrity here. So China still sees, of course, Taiwan as a part of itself. Taiwan has been is a free country, much better than China. They've been declared free for 23 consecutive years by the U.S.-based think tank Freedom House. They have a lot of freedom. Ethnic, racial, religious, gender, LGBT, other groups have full political rights. China has none of that. So even if you disagree with anything I just said, the fact is Taiwan is a free country. Even free countries have their faults. We know America does. You have freedom here to overcome. So what John Cena said. Is I respect the Chinese people. And again, he did it in Mandarin. He said, of course, he didn't mean to offend anyone. Where is this? So here's what John Cena said. I made one mistake. I have to say something very, very, very important now. I was told in English, don't even use the word very. I love and respect China and the Chinese people. I am very, very sorry about my mistake. I apologize. I apologize. I'm very sorry. You must understand that I really love, respect China and the Chinese people. My apologies. See you. Many Chinese people were not satisfied. I didn't see if there was any official reaction from the government. But it's more the Chinese people that were upset. So you can see how the, how the Chinese people kind of bought into this whole communist idea that, you know, let another country be a free country. As an example of the kind of business that China does, Avengers Endgame surpassed $100 million in China on opening day. That's just opening day. F9 has not come out yet, so I don't know how much um, money that will do. Apparently, it's dropping fast in China. 
At least that's what it says in one headline right here. But you can understand the Chinese market is huge. I'm going to give a lot of credit here. People on both sides of the aisle, from right-wing Ben Shapiro to left-wing Keith Olbermann, both called out John Cena. So Keith Olbermann said, how shameful, Cena, Taiwan is a country and a democracy. You just apologized to a dictatorship. And Ben Shapiro said something similar. I'm not even going to get into what um, um, politicians said. Ben Shapiro said, Taiwan is a country. Hong Kong should be free. Hong Kong is another uh, issue that China has um, infringed on their rights. If you're unwilling to say these things because it might hurt your bottom line, you're a pathetic coward. That's what Shapiro said. There was a movie that came out in 2012 called Red Dawn. It was a remake of a 1984 film, Red Dawn. So what happens is in the 80s, you think Cold War, Soviet Union. Um, somehow the Soviet Union lands on American soil and attacks. So Red Dawn was going to be um, a retelling of that, but it was going to be China that lands on American soil. It ended up getting changed. They changed, uh, the makers of the film changed all the Chinese um, military to North Korean. They digitally um, remade them look more North Korean as opposed to Chinese. Bottom line, money. Probably uh, political pressure even more considering this was a military um, kind of film. LeBron James, Adam Silver, the NBA, which I mentioned, same kind of thing. It's the inconsistency that bothers me personally. And if you're going to say one thing in one venue, and I try to live this way myself, and I think we should all try to live this way. You know, psychologists talk about, I'm a big, I'm a big fan of like persuasion books and I teach a persuasion course. We value consistency. And that's why John Cena has taken so much heat. That's why LeBron James has taken some heat in the NBA and any other people that are not consistent this way. It's where I give George Clooney credit. Um, there are many people that disagree with George Clooney's um, politics and whatnot, but George Clooney has gone to, he's been arrested for standing up for Tibet. You know, he drives like a real tiny car, you know, to save oil now, um, or gasoline rather. Now, I don't know if he's consistent in every aspect of his life. You know, I can't say that, but I do remember when he got arrested for standing up for Tibet. And I was like, you know, good for him. Good for him for doing that. So, what this comes down to is a couple things, actually, maybe even just one thing. Um, it comes down to standing up for truth, for recognizing the truth and standing up for it. And it comes down, of course, to money. So in first Timothy six, I'm going to start at verse seven, first Timothy six, verse seven, we have brought nothing into the world. We cannot take anything out of it either. If we have food and covering with these, we shall be content. But for those who want to get rich, fall into temptation and a trap, and many foolish, harmful desires which plunge people into ruin and destruction. 
For the love of money is a root of all sorts of evil. And some by longing for it have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs. Now, I, I don't believe John Cena is a Christian in any any way. I'm sure there has to be some elements of Judeo-Christian values. I know John Cena has always been a big supporter of the military. At least that's what he perceived it, portrayed in his character. He would come to the, the ring. He'd stand out um, before he walked down the ramp to get to the ring. He would give a military salute. I think he may have done it incorrectly, but... Um, WWE at least has always been a very big supporter of the American military. So there are some morals in that sense there. And there's nothing wrong with working hard and making money. It's the love of money. So could someone like John Cena easily, I'm, I'm not changing my opinion here, Taiwan is a country and say that and suffer the, the sacrifice, you know, sacrifice the, the Chinese market. Yes, of course. He has plenty of money to do that. This reminds me of, so I'm going to talk about Mario Lopez and Ellen, Ellen DeGeneres. So you all know who Ellen is. Mario Lopez is a former Saved by the Bell star TV show in the 90s and was the host of a show on E! Mario Lopez is a very devout Catholic and he said something along the lines of, um, you should not let a child pick its own gender, pick his, his or her own gender. Um, at like a young age. Mario Lopez apologized for that saying, for saying that. Now, I think he's perfectly true. We don't let children do many, many things because they're children and they don't know any better. But he apologized because he received threats and pressure and he has a family to feed. I wouldn't think for him, it's the love of money. He wants a job. Now, could he have done that sacrifice to find a job somewhere else? Of course. But he has a family to feed so I, I understand a little bit. Ellen, to her credit, is very, very popular, as you know, has a lot of street cred. She does not need to apologize. There was a picture of her with former President George Bush in a, um, a suite at a Dallas Cowboys game. And she received heat for that. But she's like, I am friends with George Bush. And she did not apologize for it. Ellen can do that. And I give her credit for doing so because, hey, if she loses fans because of that, she's going to be fine. She makes a lot of money. John Cena could have done the same thing. LeBron, the NBA, could do the same thing. And here's why. So, when you look at Jeremiah, the book of Jeremiah, in chapter 1, this is what God says to Jeremiah. He says, get yourself ready, stand up, and say to them whatever I command you. Okay. Do not be terrified by them, or I will terrify you before them. So if we break that down, God just says, don't be, ter- don't be scared in front of them. Don't be. If you're scared in front of them, or I'm sorry, if you're scared of them, I'm going to scare you. So it doesn't sound easy. Maybe it's, maybe it's easier for some people. It's easier for some people. It's not as easy for me personally. I don't know, maybe it was easier or not for Jeremiah. But he does say, do not be terrified by them. We have the confidence in God. He did the same thing with Elijah. You know, Elijah was definitely scared because they were killing the prophets. But he also, Elijah, 
still went and spoke truth to power, if you will. I really don't like using that phrase per se, but he kind of does. But he does command, God commands Elijah to go forth and, and speak the truth. Speak God's truth. Even though others have been killed. So, and, and that's that's scary. We don't understand persecution really in, in America the way Elijah did or the way Christians in countries like like China or uh, other countries would or like in um with uh, like Sharia law for example so God continues in verse 18 to Jeremiah today I've made you a fortified city an iron pillar and a bronze wall to stand against the whole land against the kings of Judah its officials its priests and the people of land they will fight against you but will not overcome you for I am with you and will rescue you declares the Lord so there is a confidence we can have if we stick close to God. Now, I don't necessarily know why in Elijah these other prophets were killed. The disciples were killed as well for preaching the truth. Um, I, I would not want to be killed. Of course. I mean, who among us would? Except that rare person that is, you know, just has this, I don't just level of trust or just level of acknowledgement of putting God, putting Christ before everything else. This is a little bit deeper than maybe you might have thought, um, or maybe I would have thought in, re in reading and going through this podcast today, this episode, than it would have been. But take a look also at Jesus, when Jesus is talking to the Pharisees. The Jews ask him if he's seen Abraham. He says, you are not 50 years old. The Jews are saying to Jesus, and you have seen Abraham? And Jesus said, most assuredly, I say to you, before Abraham was, I am. When Jesus says, I am, he is saying, I am God, I am Messiah. Then they, the Jews, took up stones to throw at him. But Jesus hid himself and went out of the temple, going through the midst of him and so passed by. It doesn't mean Jesus disappeared, but Jesus basically just kind of walked out and left and was considered safe. And furthermore, in Luke, um, it's similar. Um, the commentary I'm reading here, Ellicott, he says Jesus was probably very calm and the moral power of self-possessed righteousness, He, because Jesus was probably so calm and had this, this true righteousness about him, that calmness may have prevented the mob from attacking him. Because Luke 30, it just says, he walked right through the crowd and went on his way. So when we worry about being attacked, especially if we worry about being attacked, honestly, by like media or just people that are bullies, make no mistake, China is a bully. And I know every country has been a bully at times. America has been a bully at times. I understand that. But Jesus just walked right through. And all of us can, I, I believe, can have that confidence to just speak the truth and to be consistent in who we are in Christ. You see, one of the other issues, one of the main issues with like the NBA, with John Cena, is the inconsistency, as I mentioned. John Cena, so several years ago, WWE went and did a show in Saudi Arabia. 
John Cena didn't go because of Saudi Arabia's human rights abuses, their, their record of that. You can respect that. You can even question that WWE should not have gone, and many did. I will say that they did have two women wrestle in Saudi Arabia, which was huge. They, they wrestled. They had no skin being revealed except their faces, maybe their hands. I can't recall, but they had full body outfits on. And the little girls, they were enthralled because they saw, wow, here's women not being oppressed. Like a country like Saudi Arabia has oppressed women. Women in Saudi Arabia just recently got the right to drive. But I still, I understand someone like John Cena and there's other wrestlers too. There's one named Daniel Bryan who did not want to go and wrestle there. I understand that. So when John Cena stands up against Saudi Arabia but doesn't do the same for China, it's inconsistent. And that's one reason people have come against him so much. And it's a lesson to us as Christians to be consistent. And, you know, my challenge is inconsistency are, you know, buying, my buying habits. You know, I talk about eating well or eating humanely, you know, buying eggs from chickens that were eaten, uh, treated humanely or, or, or meat, you know, from reliable sources. And I don't always follow through on that. Um, I try not to buy things from China. I am very proud. Of it. We recently bought a grill that was made in America. I don't want to compromise on that. I was very, I was very proud that, that we did that. But I, I also recognize I only have so much money, you know, some like these celebrities, people that have a lot of money, but you know, even, even beyond um, buying, just living, trying to live our lives, our spirit led lives and how we treat other people and trying to treat other people consistently, trying to live Christ-like lives consistently. That's really what the call is here and not being tossed to and fro by the culture or whatnot, or just because we're in with a group of people and going along with what they say, just because we're afraid. And that's really, I think what we're kind of getting to, you know, standing up to the bully saying, you know what, I'm not going to that party. I'm not engaging in that gossip. I'm not engaging in this drunkenness. I'm not going to, just because all my friends are having sex, I'm going to do that. I'm going to refrain from that because that's righteous and that's Christ-like. That's the kind of life consistency we're really getting at, really talking about here. And that's what I hope we can all take away. I know that's what God wants from us. It really is. And it's a lesson to me. You know, I always try to speak from my own wounds and weaknesses that, you know, anyone who gets behind a microphone or, and, and, you know, or, or TV screen and speaks to you about living a Christ-like life should recognize his own imperfections or her own imperfections because none of us is perfect. We all fall short of the glory of God. It says in Romans, and that's why we all need a savior. That's why we all need Christ as our Lord and savior. So thank you all for listening to me today and I'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Authentic Christianity. Again, let's get another 50 listens so I can get up to over a thousand. Share it with your friends, share it on your social media, and we'll see you next time.